Welcome to Game Static episode 138. I'm Alex Light with 3. Back after a couple weeks off. Had a week off. A couple weeks ago for my birthday, running out of town. The boys held it down. Shot to them. I really enjoyed you guys' episode, by the way. I, I had a great time. With, I, I really did. I listened to it at work, and I had a great time listening to it because there's a lot of topics in that episode I was really excited to listen to. Uh, but we do have both the boys here. Uh, Zach, how are you? I don't remember how that episode went, but okay. It was, I just, it was, I just no, remember it well. being a shit show. That was the one where I rambled about Final Fantasy there was for, a about, lot, for there, about 35 There minutes. was a lot of Final Fantasy, yes, but the Evercore talk was good. You talked some Sparkball, I believe, then. I, I had a good time listening to the episode. You boys did great. Uh, but Zach, how are you doing, man? I'm good. Good to see you. Good to see you. I know. We didn't get to do Animan Plus this week. Nope. I was going to do something myself, but I just I didn't end up doing it. I'm going to be honest. I'm probably not going to be available for... With for it for a while. I, I know. Animan Plus is such a fucking shit show right now. I, yeah. feel, I feel so bad for that show. Uh, and then also we have soon to be number one Sparkball player on the planet, John. John, how are you? I'm doing great. I forgot to mention before. So I play a lot of mobile idol games. <laughs> we there, know. <laughs> there is an event. When I've been playing, there's an event going on. Normally I can't complete them because, you know they take a long time if you're free to play or something or if you don't have all the gear completed it two days uh two days before it even finished nice so getting up there in this uh <laughs> shitty mobile idol game <laughs> <laughs> some of your favorite games to play honestly oh, dude i spend way too much time on that <laughs> and not a speck of money yeah not yeah, as easy yeah, i refuse to spend money on good these poor boys. boy yeah, semi whale, whale. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I, ref- I think that's what it was. Is that how we classified ourselves? I think it was. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Uh, back after, yeah, we wouldn't have been able to do a show last weekend anyway. That would have interrupted Sparkball time. Fair. So yeah, we're I th- definitely going to talk about that here in a few minutes. Yeah, that's going to probably be like the main talking. I really don't have a lot of talking points for this show, which is fine. We'll just chill, have good vibes only kind of thing. But yeah, Sparkball. Uh, some Diablo stuff, which Steve put in the Discord. I don't know if he's gonna come by though. <laughs> I, I have no yeah. idea. If, if not, if, we have John. If he to doesn't come on. by, I I've got I could go over it some. Yeah. Not not so much the immortal, which stuff. I don't even think he plays immortal. He's just a Diablo fan. It's like a watch from afar sort of thing. Yeah. I mean, it is a whole new class, right? For See, the first I, time in yeah, because I win Diablo. If Steve doesn't show up, fuck it. Yeah. Yeah. First, yeah that was your mindset. It's basically <laughs> first new class for Diablo in however many years. Yeah, so I mean, yeah, I mean that's neat, I guess. Uh, there's a couple little news, news uh, tidbits that I kind of want to chat about, but I mean, it's nothing overall uh, you know, over the top. I've been ungodly busy in uh, this time away. You know, uh, I barely had to play anything. Final Fantasy 16, I've still barely scratched the surface on. Uh, but I'm, I've enjoyed what I played. Randomly got back into TFT. Really enjoying yeah, that which, randomly. Speaking of Final Fantasy 16, haven't beaten it yet because I've as I've been playing it, realizing, I guess I'm just doing like a hundred percent run because every time a new side quest and stuff come up, new hunts come up, it's ju- it just takes so long to do all that stuff. Oh yeah, always. Yeah. So it's like I'm just I'm chugging along, but I'm doing every single thing that comes up. Right. So it's it's taking a while. Whenever you play one of those games where it's like. Well, first off, before I continue my statement, you're having fun doing that, right? Oh, it's a it's a fucking blast. Okay, I, I will say, just briefly, I kind of wish there wasn't a crafting system in Final Fantasy 16 because it's fucking pointless. Mm-hmm. All it is is, okay, you can buy a new you can it's like you've progressed far enough in the story where the shop refreshed. You can buy the new weapon there and then upgrade it twice. 
that's the whole crafting system. Yeah, that's pretty useless. So yeah. it's like all it is is okay. Well, I guess I'll interact with this for fifteen seconds to get to make the number go up. Mm-hmm. But other than that, it's like not a lot to complain about. I fucking love that game. No, like what I was gonna say is like you know you have an absolute banger of a game whenever like you have like immense fun doing all the collectible stuff, you know? Because that's the, how I felt with Spider Man. The other thing is fucking side quests in Final Fantasy sixteen, fantastic. Because it's like, n- not only are, are, are arguably they have better stories than the main story, mm-hmm. but you also... I've seen that on Twitter, yeah. <laughs> you, you, all, like, you also get like more stuff from doing it. Like, uh, uh, to be like, less spoilery, got, it's like doing side quests, how I got a mount. So I upgraded the amount my potions heal me. So I've up, upgraded to get more, like, more of the recipes, even though they're not that great. It's how, it's how you unlock some extra stuff and the stories in it. Like I said, arguably better than the main story. Yeah. I've actually seen that on Twitter. People chatting about that. That's how great the, uh, the side stories are versus yeah. even the main story. Oh yeah. It, it makes it feel like, cause the main story is like shit just keeps happening. You've, you, you're going through time, you're doing stuff. And then the side quests are like, Oh yeah, we have, very harshly affected people's lives. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm st- I'm still loving it, but it, it's going to take me a bit longer to beat it. Yeah, just been busy with other stuff. Like Sparkball. Yeah. Again, like I said in the intro, here we have John, soon to be number one Sparkball player Dude, in the world, apparently. That's not necessarily, but at least Hot Paws, yes. Yeah. Uh, not not <laughs> number one player for damn sure. There's some fucking Yeah, there's some people out there, out there that are rough. Uh, but hey, John got an acknowledgement from the CEO. So shout I, out to that. I will say so. So Sparkball, uh, two weeks ago when me and Zach did the the, the last episode, uh, I mentioned to him, I was like, "Oh yeah, I, was, I saw this game, Sparkball. It's having a an event th- this next weekend. This was the, this past weekend over yes. the Fourth, Fourth of July. Yeah, Fourth which of also July hope, hopefully everyone had a great Fourth of July weekend. Stayed safe. Kept all your fingers. Uh, which when we when I first mentioned it to you, I was like, I don't really know what it is. But it yeah. sounds cool. It's a, a Sparkball is a 4v4 PV it's like a PVP soccer game. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. Uh where I'll be honest, I almost consider it basketball because everyone just dribbles the ball <laughs> with <laughs> their yeah. with their head because like Hotball just straight up grabs it. Yeah, for the most part, each on each side there's a there's a you each have a goal and uh, like a goalie, basically, but the goalie doesn't come out until your tur- your tower is destroyed. The goalie is also pretty fucking useless. Yeah, he, he just stands in the middle. All he all he is there for is to keep a shield in front of the goal until he's dead, and you can damage him by throwing the ball into the shield behind him to do forty uh, percent yeah. damage, or you can just attack him with your abilities and stuff. Uh, the rounds can be very fast-paced, and a match is best of three. Uh, so it can be very quick matches, uh, but while doing it, like you, you, uh, you, you kind of level up. You you don't really put points into anything, but you level up and you gain access to your ultimate ability and that. And uh, there's, I don't know. I'm, tr- I'm trying to decide where to go with it because there's a lot involved in this game so base setup as he said 4v4 with some mobile mechanics of you each pick characters which all have uh 
different skill sets and whatnot. You have your traditional tank, damage, and support, which support currently is pretty fucking useless. Yeah, support Oof. currently in the game has one character that is a true support character named Gustodian. That's and unfortunate. the unfortunate thing is, besides his ult and his CC, his regular heal is pretty pointless in my opinion. Outside, yeah, after about a minute into the match, it kind of becomes much weaker than it's worth using. But yeah, as he was saying, more or less spawn in, there's an item shop, you buy your starting items, jump in the center, ball spawns, and then it just becomes a big back and forth of trying to control the ball, destroy the tower, and then get a goal. And as John said, best two out of three. Yeah, and uh, there's there's a bunch of like little mechanics involved with it, uh, with like passing the ball to your teammates, gives them like, we'll give them a shield. Or a speed boost, depending on which free starter item they choose. Yeah, and... Uh, there's but, a whole f- control of fatigue of how long you can hold on to the ball. If you get attacked, you'll you'll build up fatigue, and you'll have to be forced to drop the ball. Yeah, if and you, then even if you're not hit, you'll build up fatigue. And act, like if you grab the ball and then just kind of stand there with it to kind of keep you from just holding it forever, after eight seconds, you have to drop the ball. Yeah. Like it'll just get knocked away from you. And there's the whole... If you, you then, as you said, to progress, you have to take out the tower and then the goal take out the tower you got to throw the ball into it which powers it down and opens up its weak points for you to attack to damage it or you can just capture the cannon at the bottom of the map that just periodically shoots at it yeah taking off like five to ten percent yeah it's five percent every time the cannon shoots yeah and uh as the match goes on you gain gold from there's little crates on the map if you if you're the one to destroy the crate you get a little bit of gold think you get some from kills mm-hmm. and then you passively get some mm-hmm. and you can uh you can buy four items so you, you can have four different items on you that's four well be, you have your starter item but yeah you have to get oh you're right yeah you're right, it, it's it four, four item Sorry. slots but at the beginning of the match you can get a free offensive or defensive item my bad i always i always considered builds the fifth because that the fifth one's the one you trade your beginning yeah. one for and then once you have it's like when you buy an item, you can also you were also able to upgrade it. All items cost fifteen hundred gold, and to upgrade them, they were all two thousand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the match the match just kind of goes until until somebody wins. Until somebody wins, there is so I don't think no we time limit. there's an overtime, but we never really encountered it. Yeah. some some matches feel like they go for a while, but I think that's just because. It's close matches. Yeah, because like there were several times while playing that I saw it and go at the top, say two minutes left, and then I'd keep going. I went, what the fuck happened to the two minutes left? But yeah, it's the game was a lot of fun. Up and I didn't, I I didn't actually play the last day that the of the the alpha weekend because I had shit to do that day. I couldn't like I couldn't justify sitting for another like 10 hours and playing it right i i had you wanted i had real world (laughs) stuff i had to do but uh up until then i was very firmly in the top 10 players for games played until the final day uh so i spent most of the time in like games played in like the top five for the most part uh i think i finished with 87 games played 
over the weekend, which in the, in the final day, like the numbers shot up a lot Yeah, from uh, people just grinding out the leaderboard. Uh, but it was, it was interesting because throughout the entire weekend, the, the developers were very active in, oh, the, yeah. in their discord. Uh, they were, it's like they were playing the game alongside everybody else who joined in to play for the weekend. They were, like testing stuff out in the game. They were also putting in like hot fixes too. Yeah, they were they were updating the game constantly. They would hot fix it, and then if that caused a problem, they would revert it back. They were constantly in there. Like if something new was found that was like a bug in the game, they would they would be in their Discord like telling people, "Okay, this is a new bug. This is how you resolve it," uh, and like warning against like. New everything new that came up, they were very quick to address in Discord. And then if like if you happen to get into a game with the developers, uh, and they adjust, like they would also put some of that information in game. Like if they saw somebody buy an item, and that there there had been a report about, oh, if you upgrade this item, it doesn't work. They would tell the person in game, be like, hey, we just found out by the way, don't upgrade that item because then it it breaks it. It won't work at all. Because uh, I encountered that a few times playing with the devs, they would because it, but they were very active and like kind of quick to respond, uh, and very, very much grinding at the game as well. Oh with yeah, they were else. grinding yeah. hard. Because uh, I didn't play nearly as much as Sean, but I ran at least a, into three of them myself. But uh, yeah, and then uh, I did. I got I got one screenshot of uh, of me and uh, me and my buddy that were playing. When for the about five hours after the alpha went live, top nine in the world. Yep, there you <laughs> go, Bubba. <laughs> uh, and then I mean, periodically, periodically throughout the event, we check the leaderboard and that. Uh, when we were actively playing, we were floating between like top thirty, top fifty. Uh, yeah, that's good. And then, and then like we'd wake up the next morning, we're like, okay, we're in the sixties now. Let's go knock that back out. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, it was a it was a ton of fun. It's like that. There's no information about a next beta right now. Yes. Although earlier today, or yesterday, they they put an announcement on their Discord out saying they were going to be talking about like the different characters in the game mm-hmm. and balancings that they wanted to do. And earlier today, just like two hours ago, uh, they started posting those in their Discord. Yes. So like for each character, you could click on it, and they have a they had like a wall of text that was like, these are the things that we found strong about this character. We felt they were overtuned in this way. So we're looking at doing this, but they're, they're open to discussion with the community of what they felt during the event. Yeah. Honestly, as John said, this was actually the first open gameplay that they've done. So this is their first alpha test they've done at all. So this was a good stress test and just seeing the community. So they have said that there is definitely going to be a second one. Whenever they announce that, John and me will probably definitely be joining up on that again. If it works for me, I'll play. Um, <laughs> I tried to play. The UI is fucked for me for whatever I reason. I mean, my take on the game, I very much enjoyed it, but as it felt right this moment, I felt like you were better off just doing a full team of damage because... Yes and no, because it's very... It's very much where, like, the pe- It was very clear, like, the people that were at the top of the leaderboard that had been grinding it out... If they played against people that were newer, it was very clear because then yeah. you would have you would have a best of three last two minutes. Yeah. Uh, whereas, if 
if you had like people of comparative skill level, you could have a 15 minute best of three that was back and forth the whole time or like have some crazy comeback in the end. But, uh, but yeah, there was like Zach said, speaking of playing full damage, it kind of did seem the way of pick, like pick your damage, like pick your Hammond, who is yeah. like your melee bruiser kind of. It's like just put two defensive and two offensive items on him and watch him go to the back line and do do his work. Yeah, I mean, there was some versatility, but I, a lot of folk, at least from the bit I got to play on the lower end, mid to lower end of MMR, seemed very heavily that more damage focused and just a little bit of CC more or less controlled the meta initial meta. And I'd say that's accurate for the most part because they only they only had one true defensive character. Or, yeah. or no, they had a couple because janitor, well, janitor's defensive janitor character. and hot paws. Yeah. Hot paws is like your traditional like what you would think of as a tank character. Mm-hmm. He's just full of CC and knockbacks and stuff like that. My he's kind of for, character. Like he disruption. only wants to make friends. Yeah. My kind of character. Like, he's a di- disruptive CC character, which I only played him a few times. But of the few times I played him. The majority of the time I played them, it worked out very well because people weren't used. It's like you didn't see a lot of the defensive characters being played for the most part. Everybody wanted to play damage. Everybody wanted to be the one do it like top on the leaderboard and damage uh, like at the end of the game. So then it's like you get in there with a character like Hot Paws. You can disrupt them, CC them, just lock them down so that your guys can just one shot them basically (laughs) as you're doing all that. But yeah, it's it's one of those where I think that's gonna be something that they look into because I did see because uh, I was reading through like the character notes that they had yeah. and several of the items that were very strong, especially like what was it, uh, Disco Inferno? Yeah, uh, they said is more than likely hundred percent getting nerfed. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's it was one of those where the defensive items did not scale the same way that offensive items did. Yeah, not in the least. Like, two, you put some characters, you give them one of the offensive items, and they can 1v3, whereas you get defensive items, and some of them were okay, and some of them were just, like, why did you buy that? It's not worth, it's not worth using until it's upgraded, and at that point, you're basically two items behind. I'm going to be honest, like, I've... They're probably going to do a lot of fine-tuning on pretty much the entire item set they had because, like, on both sides of defense and offense, I felt like there was some items that were very much, why would I buy this? Yeah, kind of less so on the offensive side yes. because the the offensive side of it, I think all items pretty much got used. Yes. But the, the variety of them were mostly just because Hammond. Mm-hmm. It's like Hammond would take the defensive like the offensive defensive items basically the ones that would give you shields or stuff like that whereas everyone else is just going for like last call for executions and percent health burn and stuff like that but yeah it was it's a ton of fun it's interesting to see like the very like how open they are with everything yes it is very nice because they it's like they're constantly like I said, they're constantly posting what happened. Right after they closed the event down, they were like, basically the future of our company depended on how this weekend went, and it went phenomenal. 
Yeah. Love that. They even, Love to hear that. They've even put out a feedback form. like, hey, everyone, please fill this out. This would be a great way to help us out so we can show our investors, like, hey, we're not fucking with you. Yeah. As, <laughs> right. I mean, as soon as it, that they posted that form, I immediately filled it out. Yeah. I was like, yeah, 100%. I want to see more of this game. But yeah, so far, we don't, like I said, we don't know any sort of date for a new a next play test or anything, but whenever one is announced, but you can be sure I'll be there and I'll be I'll be trying to bring more people in. Yeah, I'll definitely be playing it. So Yeah. And I will say, you know, um I've seen I've seen some conversation about it here or there, but nothing like what uh, you guys are talking about. You know what I mean? Um so that you know any sort of light they can get on the game will be good because the game looks like a lot of fun. Again, it I is. I tried to play it, but for whatever reason my UI is yeah. ungodly I mean, fucked up. And just to sort of go into a little bit nitty gritty, just the overall feel of each of the characters all all felt very nice with their skill sets and everything and just how they worked. And I never felt that any one of them was sort of janky. The only thing I did feel janky about was some of the um like custodian trying to land his hill on people just because of the servers at this time. Sometimes you had great ping in with Z, the other times it was super laggy. It was like, fuck, you're like five seconds behind from Helio. Yeah, because it was, yeah, it was one of those things where because there weren't a ton of people playing it, I think it topped out around, I think the leaderboard ended up having around 800 people yeah, something or something like that. like that. And several of those they, they said were duplicate accounts. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like there wasn't there wasn't a massive amount of people playing. So you would get into a game and sometimes your queue popped instantly and sometimes you played on 30 ping and sometimes you played on 300. Yeah. And a game like that is rough because it's like it a lot of it is about like quick shooting of the ball, quick passing and stuff like that and then being able to dash in to block it at the last second when you're on high ping like for you it looks like you perfectly yeah got it and then you're like oh i guess i get that's the that's the latency hitting me yeah and this is just one of those growing pains which yeah. i fully get and everything and just but just overall the characters each one that i played always felt very nice and their kits were very well put together yeah and i enjoyed each one i played there were some characters uh in a in particular where the first time yeah. i played her i was like Dude, this character doesn't make any fucking sense. About two times of me locking her in later, I went, oh, that's how you do it. And uh, Inksy was the same. I did. I played Inksy like four times, didn't get it. Didn't make sense to me how to, how to play her. About the fifth time I played her, I went, got it. See, the only ones I really played were Kana, Gustodian, Hot Paws, uh, Anna, and then a little bit of... Um janitor yeah because i'm i made sure to play every character multiple times to kind of get a get a feel for them they all do i mean some characters like your game plan is gonna be the same yeah. like for hammond and Anna, you're kind of doing the same thing it's just, just one's it, melee the other one's ranged or i mean i meant uh kana oh yeah yeah hammond and kana they're both melee you're both trying to do roughly the same thing but the way you go about it is a lot different yes uh, Hammond is more get directly on top of them and do not ever let them leave. And Connor's like, I'm going to chase you down. And then as you run away, I'm going to execute you with my frying pan. <laughs> yes, she <laughs> throws a little frying pan. That sounds awesome. <laughs> the best thing about her is her passive. Every time she hits someone three times, she makes a meal out, come out of them, healing her or an ally. Nice. And she literally summons a taco truck. 
But yeah, it's it's like that was one of the best parts about the game is not only do the kits kind of feel unique, all the ults for every different person felt looked good, like felt different and felt good to use. Uh, Kana in particular has possibly the best game, like match turning ult in the game. Yeah. Where you like he said, you summon a taco truck down and it comes to you. And for any reference to anybody, it is an Orn ultimate from League. Where it comes to you, and then you can send it back out. It knocks up in both directions. And the best part about hers is that it doesn't have to just go back and forth. You can direct where the second way it goes. So, like, you can drive it to you, and then you can tell it to go further. Yeah. But, yeah, you can you can command it to go any direction. Uh, Whenever you talk about stuff like that, and you use terms like... Uh, you Orn. know, you know, for like league players, like it's this. I just always hear it in my head, like someone listening to the show, and like, ah, okay, I know what he's talking about. <laughs> Which my favorite all I think was uh, Janitor's because he literally just sums a giant toilet that sucks anyone in towards it and stuns them. <laughs> I will say the one problem with the game, one problem with the game is in the pre-match, you get forty-five seconds for everybody to buy their items, kind of use their abilities, see what it is. Every fucking janitor will just sit there and for 45 seconds they will call down their alt and they will spam it and there will be 200 toilets on the ground that cause terrain blocking and you can't move that's what I would do. I'm going to be real. Yeah, because when you're in that, that 45 seconds, it cooldowns are zero seconds and infinite mana. Yeah, because it basically just, it's like, it's one of toilet, those. Toilet, 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 toilet. It's one of the nice features in the game, actually, where you can read a character's abilities all you want, but then you get into a, a pre match lobby. You don't want to go into the game and not have any idea how it works. Yeah. So yeah. they have some target dummies there. And then they're, they give you the ability to use everything so you actually know how it works. Before the match starts. So it is. It's a great feature, but man, do people take advantage of it. Because And some of those abilities are very loud. Yeah. Like Inksy's Meteor is one of the loudest things in existence. <laughs> <laughs> loudest things in existence. Oh, yeah. geez. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, in my opinion, the game is fantastic, especially for this being the first, like, alpha that they've ever released to the public yeah. it's like yeah it was buggy as hell and for the majority of the weekend you had to restart your game client after every single game yeah didn't matter too much fun to not play okay fair enough if you if you could give me like a, a single short pitch for why people should play the game what would it be uh, I actually put this in the in the like review document or like their feedback review uh, where I said it reminds me of the initial feeling like the early day feeling of playing league. Okay. Like when the when the game when yeah. you're new to the game and the game is just great before you put all the time into it. Okay. All right. Good pitch. Got to make that TikTok now. <laughs> Short form content, baby. I'm just fishing for that. <laughs> you, you're but, yeah. right. I am. Yes. But yeah, I mean, it's funny because it, like they they really go all out in that feedback forum. They're like, oh yeah, we're gonna no, find it's any. Thorough. It's like we're gonna find any game that is even close to do it because they had like League in there, Battle Right, 
It's some game called Rave. I didn't know what that was. Never heard of that. They had, one. They, had they referenced Hots. Hey, shout out. Uh, but yeah, they they pulled from everywhere to oh. to like to compare it to it and say they, they. I mean, they put Rocket League in there. And they're like, how likely are you to play this over Rocket League? I'm like, well, it's Rocket League. So. <laughs> <laughs> like your game's good. Don't. It's, but well, let's not discredit. You this. shoot for the stars. <laughs> <laughs> now, one day when one of the characters is literally just a. Rocket League. <laughs> yeah. Respect though. <laughs> Shoot yeah. for the stars. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, can't wait for, can't wait for an announcement for another weekend. I mean, you literally can play as a giant fucking cue ball. They have a character called Snooker, who is uh it's a little robot that uh he just has a cue ball and he's 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 just he he hits he hits cue balls at people, he throws them at people. He he, he his, summons a giant. Yeah, his ulti eight, summons a giant one. Eight ball. That's and, a bomb. And, and controls it around. Yeah. All all the characters feel unique. That's good. You know, when you have a game like that and everyone feels, you know, very distinctly unique, that's just better for the game. Makes it overall, you know, more enjoyable across the board. I'm looking forward to, you know, maybe getting a chance to play it, um, you know, when next time the beta comes around. So definitely keep me up to date. On uh, when they, because I'm not in the Discord, because uh, you're in there. I know, obviously, yes. he is, but you're in there too. Yeah, yeah keep me up to date when there's going to be another beta, because I would like to play it. Like, I, I did make, I at least made an effort, which is, that's a step for me. <laughs> for something was wrong for me. I don't know. I mean, speaking of games that have new characters, I've been still playing Evercore, and they just that's released. That's one that I still really want to play. They just released their new support hero, Clementine, which I got to say, John, I know the bit of you played, they really do take a moment to really do these kits for the characters because Clementine's a support, but her whole kit is based around combining two skills to make food. Okay. So she has her three skills, her three main skills, which she combines in the combination of two, which do different effects based on which is the starting ingredient and which one's the second ingredient added. Uh, that's actually pretty sweet. <laughs> and then... Take a little overcooked here. You actually, once she starts it, it actually takes a little bit of time for it to finish. Then you have to hit another skill to serve it properly to get the effect. <laughs> Otherwise, it just becomes burnt and just heals. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not fucking touching that character. That I'll sounds st- fun. I'll play it. Oh, no. I read her kit. And I was like, I haven't actually played her yet because it's a new character. So every fucker picks it immediately. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Naturally. And um, I read it. And I was just like, there's a lot of stuff here to keep track of while also making sure your team doesn't die. And the fun fact about it is, John, it just throws it on the ground, so you also have to w- hope that your team looks at it and says, oh, I know what that is, and go picks it, pick it up. Oh, no. Nope. No. Not All right, never mind. You, you turned me off on nope. it. Because my first thought is, like, you know, because, you know, my, obviously, like, my like, MOBA experience is very limited compared to you guys. Yeah. So, for me, it's, like, almost everything I reference is going to be HOTS related. First thing I think of is fucking Deckard Kane. Yeah. I'm throwing out these big-ass potions for after I get the upgrade at level 16, and, and this guy's, like, fucking dying and goes in the opposite direction of the potion. I'm like, bruh. It's right there. Yeah. Yeah. Which, when you started describing like how their abilities worked, I in my head I'm like, okay, it's like with Sparkball. Like when I started reading the characters' uh, description in Sparkball, and I saw Inna for the first time. Yeah, it's just a fucking wall. Yes, of it is. text. And I, the first, I I started reading. I went, I'm not fucking touching that one. <laughs> yeah, because each com- so literally she can make nine different meals, and each one does something different. 
That's too that's, much. That's really cool. No, that's and too much. No, wait. I, is it nine? Because... How are you going to make nine? You only got like four abilities. So she can combo... It's literally any combination of the three skills. So she can do... Like it's honey, um, chili, and uh, garlic. So can you, you can... so can you, each just, can you just give someone garlic instead? Yeah. No. It's always some type of meal. So you can do... So each has three sets of combinations. You can do honey, 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 chili, honey, garlic. So chili, honey, chili, chili, garlic, chili, or chili, garlic. So nine meals altogether. If you're close enough to somebody, it just throws it on them. And then you can use her ult, which is a special where she activates it, and the next meal she does just throws it on all her teammates. So it gives them all the effect. It sounds cool and ambitious, but that does sound oh, her like a kit, lot. Her kit is very intricate. And which is funny because they only put her head... Well, her difficulty is very hard. Naturally. Yeah. But, I mean, the people... It is very easy to understand because I've had several Clementines who understood it and played well. And just... I, I knew what was going on because I read Clementine skills. And I would just watch other people just walk away. And I would look at the chat. And I'd just see my Clementine going, Pick up the pancakes, damn it! <laughs> I feel that. And the best part about it is she, her character also gives... Voice cue. So whenever a meal's done, her she shouts out what meal she's throwing out. Oh my fucking See, Christ! What, and they still don't pick it up. Yes. Oh my God! What, what's, what's no, the I'm heel not. No, I'm good. That I was playing or Becco. Becco. Yeah, I'll just stick with Becco. Oh, Becco's just, still solid. Yeah, it's like I'll just stick with Becco and be like, "Oh, you're you're getting low over there." Duh. It's like. <laughs> Heal over time. Heal over time. <laughs> Everybody gets them. You get a heal. You get a heal. We're in a group. Giant heal. Yeah, it's like you get a heal over there. Oh, you almost got one shot. Double heal. <laughs> I mean, still consistently the most played healers are Becco and Lotus. Oh uh, yeah, I mean, I could. They're. I I I still haven't touched Lotus. I per, I just I played Becco first, and I was like, it's just too good to not do. I mean, Becco will definitely outheal Lotus most times. I did finally try the other support character, Cyrus, which I now understand why nobody's playing Cyrus because they need to rework his UI because his UI is fucked. Oh, okay. Because there, were, there was a couple instances of playing some characters where I had a, f I had a feeling like that where the, it's unfinished UI. Yeah, because like, so Cyrus's whole thing is he's a gunner and his whole thing is he's switching ammo types between damage and healing. So when you're on healing bullets, you have to auto-attack your allies to heal them. And if you're on damage, you auto-attack enemies naturally. The only, other, the only thing with it is that um, it's not a quick switch on ammo. So once you switch ammos, you are stuck for a couple seconds on that ammo, which can be sort of detrimental based on how the pace of the Evercore can go. And um, the other thing is the UIs are reversed. So like the pictures for oh, like yeah, it's showing you what you're switching to well no like when i switch to like you would think the red pictures would be for damage bullets they're not it's for healing bullets and oh i thought you meant that it would show like it would show like the icon down there and it's like shows you damage and that just says okay if i go to that it's damage or if i hit it that turns to damage because i had a complaint with uh, i don't know if they've changed anything because i haven't played it since but uh the ranged or the ranged damage character Zari yeah Zari that's available for free her whole kit is based around attacking five times to empower an ability mm -hmm. there is no visual indicator anywhere not. on in the UI that you have attacked five times and you have an empowered ability yeah 
Well, my thing with him is like, so there is a visual effect showing you which bullet ammo type you have because his gun changes colors, but his skill keys do not match up because like his gun turns red when it's the damage type, but the icons for the skills are blue. And then it turns a yellow color when it's on healing ammo, but his icons become red. Mm. And then here's the really fucked thing. Whichever ammo type you're on, his ultimate, which is a 50 bullet Gatling, which just shoots continuously that you aim, is the opposite ammo type. What? Yes. So if you're on healing and you use the ultimate, it does damage? Yes. So yeah, it's just that a actually, I could I could see that. That makes sense. It's just sort of... It's the oh shit button. It is the oh shit button, but <laughs> if you're trying to heal people and you hit it and you're just suddenly doing damage, it's like, you're they're fucked. I mean, you're dealing damage. Stop getting hit. <laughs> and then when you're easy. And then when you're trying to deal damage and you suddenly hit it, and now you're just healing everyone. We're like, well, no one need to fucking heal it. Their fault. So I see why no one's playing Cyrus right now because his his UI stuff is sort of messed up. Oh, it's a, it's a skill gap. Skill, skill gap. gap sure. <laughs> um, I mean, oh, then you play Cyrus, buddy. I don't have any of these characters. I bought the basic edition of the game. <laughs> I mean, I didn't have them either. I just had a grind form. Yeah, I, I just haven't. I haven't. I haven't grounded out. Did they? Have they changed the values you get at the end of the games yet? Again? No, they haven't upped it again okay. since the last time. It's weird numbers, man, because, like, for finishing again, like, you, you get you different get, amounts based on when you place. If you get yeah. fourth, you get 75. If you get third, you get 125. If you, you get, get second, second, you get 250. 50. If you win, you get 300. Okay. I would assume that because it was, it was going up by, like, 50 or doubling or something up until that point. I was expecting, like, 500, 600, like a bonus for winning or something. It's like, no, you got 50 more. Yeah. Like, well, fuck, I could have just come in second place. <laughs> Didn't have to try so hard. <laughs> Didn't have to try so hard. I'm not here to win. I'm just here to play. <laughs> but I mean, I did win one of the. F- I've, I've only played like five rounds. Did win one of them. Hey, I think I was out. with you yeah, for that. Yeah, we won that. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. <laughs> I, think, I think the other team just died. <laughs> Pretty sure it was though what happened. But I mean, I do enjoy the new character. I still very much enjoy each character that they've made because everyone has a very unique kit that I. I see some comparisons with from over the mobile games, but nothing that's like, oh, this is like this character. Yeah, yeah. It's still unique enough. Yes. Not just a copy and paste. Yes. And which they did update, the first update, so they do actually have a reconnect system now if you DC from a game. That's yeah, I, I read the... I, I started going through and reading the notes on it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they added Clementine, and yeah, that's where we're at. Um, I still need another tank, John. Did you not buy another tank? I mean, I have the only one I have left to buy is Rivia, and but I need another one because no nobody knows how to fucking play when you're a Cindian. Um, I, don't, I don't know who that is. That's the mage tank. Oh, that's the okay. That's the one I loved. Yeah, because nobody knows how to fucking play with him because he's not a traditional tank. His ass is I put dots on people, you hit them, so I build shield. Now I throw shield on you. Yeah, because it was like when he was describing the game to me initially. I in my head, I'm like. Okay, like in my head, the comparison I had for it, Zach, was Hades from Smite. That's fair. Is is where my mind went, and Hades was my favorite character in that yeah. game. And then I played him for the first time. I was like, "This is," because even because I I hit a point on him where I was like, even without anyone else there to help me get build my shield up, I felt unstoppable. Which was uh, which was fun. But yeah, I. It, it is one of those things where it's like you, 
if you play anyone other than the standard tank, you're kind of relying on your team to know what you do. Yeah, the only ones who have like traditional taunts. Well, the only one who doesn't have a taunt is Sindian. But Finn is your traditional tank of stand behind me. Um, Max is unique. Max I takes a little curve, I think, for some people because he switches between a defense yeah. and offensive stance. Um, which his, he's just a. To me, he feels like a traditional like MMO where I'm just cycling through abilities. <laughs> yeah, it's basically like engage with pack vert, engage enemies in defensive stance. Okay, they're all on me. Start spinning. Yeah, because it, each set of each form has different cooldowns, which is nice. Mm-hmm. And then Rivia's a she's an interesting one. She has a single taunt, but she's a damage. She's a berserker lady. Yeah, she's a berserker. She yeah. does more damage, and she has one parry skill, which, if done right, just negates all damage, which got nerfed because apparently it was so good that she could literally walk up to a bunch of bosses and just parry them for like the entire fight. But yeah, no, it's it's it is definitely a game where I I kind of want to go back and play it some more. If for nothing else, I want I want to try other characters. So, but I have to play to unlock characters because there is one character like the Umbrella Lady. Oh, Sky. Yeah, Sky. I want to play Sky. She looks fun. Oh, I didn't tell you this. I actually was in a game against a Sky who hit a mill damage. We we had one game where me and you played where the the Sky on the opposing uh, team just like when you when you looked at when you saw the damage at the end of the game, it was like everyone else is like here. The sky was yeah, because she had hit like eight hundred or some bullshit. Yeah, yeah. She she when I was looking through the character designs, I was like, that looks like a character I would want to play. Buy it, Alex. I want to support it. I want to, and I'm going to. I'm just broke. Right. Yeah, I'm just broke. It's coming though. Been busy. Been very been very very busy. Uh, Money's been going to very specific locations. So. I do want to play it though. I do, I do want to play it. I do, I do like I told you uh, privately via text. I plan to buy the the one the same one you got the highest one. Yeah. I fully plan to buy it. I've already been watching videos. I've been having a great time watching the videos. Like I'm invested. <laughs> like it's I, a fun I, game. I, I'm invested in this now. And then Omega Strikers had an update this past week. Shout to that. Added a new character, Finny, who that's a fun character to go up against because it's a whole non traditional skill set. Literally, she. Throws a ability that goes backwards, which you can reactivate to then come forward, offsetting timing. Yeah, it's Zoe. Fair. Um, she has a W that whoever gets hit with it, they now take more damage. So for people to beat on them. Zoe. Yeah. <laughs> and then she creates a gravitational will. I don't got one for that. Yeah, fucker. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the first, I two, the, the first two is just like, that's, that's Zoe in a nutshell. Yeah. Yeah, Zoe Zoe from League is character where the whole point of her is to throw her ability behind her and then move forward, and it does more damage based on the travel length. So yeah, no, it's been fun messing with that because it's not a bunch of non-traditional skills, so watching people who are very good at it know how to deal with it than watching other people who have no fucking clue what's happening. <laughs> yeah. No, and then, you know, for me this past week, like I told you guys before we started, I've been playing the most random set of games. Final Fantasy 16, I haven't got to play more than I want to. Randomly picked it back up TFT. 
This is probably my least favorite set I've played, like I was telling you, but I'm still having fun. Like I was telling my, my girlfriend where it's just like, TFT is one of those games that I can come in eighth place and I'm still having fun for whatever reason. I don't know why. It's just, I, I just, I just like it. It's just, I turn my brain off, even though technically you, you shouldn't. It's team building, man. Yeah. And yeah. I just team build. I just try a bunch of dumb shit. Shout yeah. out to set. Set's a lot of fun. Yeah. <laughs> Set's a lot of fun. Yeah. I like set a lot. I, I, I too am kind of in the honeymoon phase on TFT. I just started playing it randomly yep. as well. And, uh, it's just fun to jump on every once in a while. <laughs> it, it's one of those. It's like, I don't know if I'll get into it as much as I did a few sets ago, but we'll see. Yeah. It's like, maybe I'll find a comp or characters that I actually enjoy using. Because so far, I'm just going into it and I'm like, man, got to try shit. Yeah, let's try it out. Uh, been enjoying Nintendo Switch Online recently, though. I will say that. Um, first Fire Emblem that, that came to us uh, on the GBA. Started a playthrough on that, which this would be the first time I've ever played it. Uh, so I'm actually having a lot of fun going through it so far. Although I, I, I haven't looked up anything on how long the game is, but I do find it kind of funny that like, you know, I understand like, you know, Lynn is like one of the most important characters and everything like, and like really arguably the protagonist. But I just think it's kind of funny that like the protagonist is supposed to be like Elowood, you know, Roy's dad uh, and Hector's like another prominent character. And I'm thinking I'm in like, I'm like nine chapters in and they have not even appeared yet. <laughs> it's like, where are these guys? I don't know, man. Uh, also start playing Yoshi's Story again, which that's just such a good game. That's my murder simulator. I love Yoshi's Story, dude. That game is so fun. Murder simulator, you have problems. I just murdered Yoshi's mom. You have problems, my friend. Go to therapy. Uh, but no, having, having fun with that. And then um, uh, started Path of Radiance, uh, finally, after bought it sometime last year and have yet to play it. So I finally started that. So I've just been kind of just messing around. I haven't had a lot of free time to play a lot of games um, recently, but uh, I've been very, I've been ungodly busy. But uh, I am gonna, I am planning to make the time for some Exo Primal this week. I think it comes out Thursday. Yeah, it's on a weird day. Uh, I think it's Thursday, and based on the status of Animan Plus, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna have Animan Plus that day. So I will probably be free, and I was, I already had to, I had it queued up already to download whenever it, uh, whenever it comes out to Game Pass, and I was gonna give that a shot. So we'll see how that goes. See, if, see if uh, that game is gonna be fun or not. I know, I know you're playing, it, but. Is it coming to PC Game Pass? Uh, probably. I okay. think so. Okay. Yes. So I think you're good. Yeah. I, I would prefer that yeah. just because it's like I. I'm not good. I I don't do well with shooters on cons or on like on controller anymore. I yeah. keep trying it, and I just it I feel wrong. <laughs> you you you've moved on. You moved on to a different. You're in a different stage of your life now. Every I, every now and then, when game when I have to play games on console that are like that, I'm like, you know what? I'll I'll try to muscle through it. Right, but it's a struggle. So, uh, I don't think Steve's coming. Which all right, that's fine. You know, I know he's a busy guy, uh, especially as of late. Obviously, I won't say why because it's some classified information. But he's been very busy as of late. Uh, so he threw in the Discord for Diablo no okay. news. So we're just going to hit the point now of the show. We're just going to go through a lot of new stuff and wrap up the show. So, John, yeah. what do we got going okay. on for some Diablo? So as the, I think, the only resident Diablo player here right now. Yep. Currently, yes. Uh, briefly, Diablo Immortal uh, news. I don't really give a shit about it, but some people are excited for it's it. It's kind of cool. First, it's the first new class for Diablo in I don't know how many years, but it's been a long time since they've an all-new class and i believe it's called the blood priestess or something yeah, like that blood knight I blood think. knight blood priestess something something along those lines. blood knight and it's the franchise's first new class since the crusader hit diablo 3 in 2014 
So yeah, first new class in almost 10 years. Uh, so cool to see that they, they are still making like new classes and trying to go, go that route. Uh, even though it is in immortal, uh, onto the more interesting news, uh, Diablo 4 Season 1 has been announced. Uh, it it begins on July 20th. And uh, we got more confirmation on how it's going to work. So I think it's called The Season of the Malignant. So basically there will be enemies and stuff around the map that you kill. And they'll have a chance to drop like malignant hearts or something and there's supposed to be tunnels that you can go into and kind of target farm uh and you'll be able to get uh basically items that will you can slot into your accessories so your rings and your necklace that uh all have different effects so the way i would the way i would describe it is they work or it's like they all have an effect that works similar to one of the legendary aspects. So it's like we're, it's almost like we're getting more like three additional legendary aspects that we'll be able to use on our characters, uh, which will be interesting. It basically will make, make the characters feel a lot stronger, uh, which is the goal that uh, the dev team said they had for seasons is they want seasons to exist so that they can make some of these more fun changes so that they can have, so that the players can kind of live out the power fantasies, make really busted characters and all of that without it affecting the base game. Cause when the season ends, none of the, none of like the season specific stuff will transfer into the main game. Uh, and we did get confirmation as well that when the season hits to make like, You'll have to make a character, like a brand new character, select seasons, like a seasonal character, and uh, uh, you will get progress to carry over for some of your renown. The altars of Lilith uh, and the renown progress will carry over, and the uh, map discovery uh, will carry over, and the renown for that will carry over as well. So you get a good kickstart on the Renown, and you you shouldn't have to go through and reveal the entire map again. Oh, that's good. Because that is one of the more annoying, or has been one of the most annoying things about playing as a second character, mm-hmm. is having to run around and get, like, uncover the fog of war again. Yeah, that sounds like a fucking nightmare. But yeah, so with the seasons, shouldn't have to do that again. Uh, I believe... I think they said the way that it works is you'll you'll make your character and then if you log into like a character that has all of that stuff unlocked and then log back into your seasonal character, you should have it all. Mm-hmm. But you might have to log I think you have to log into your character that has it all unlocked uh for it to transfer the progress over. But it's a convoluted way that they ha- they ended up having to do it because they weren't going to allow that to begin with. They're going to make you start from fresh. Oof. So at least we're getting some stuff. They're they're listening some, but uh, some. Well, they're listening, but some stuff they can't Im- implement as fast as others. Right. Because like their season progress, all of this was probably already done, and they're going back and retroactively changing things based on player feedback. 
mm-hmm. uh, is kind of what I'm getting from it. Uh, and with the patch, we'll also be getting seven new legendaries, or seven seven new legendary aspects, and six new unique items. Uh, we don't know what they are yet. I assume we'll find out. I think they said there'll be a patch or an announcement two days before the season starts. Assume we'll get that information there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, season starts July twentieth. Coming up quick. Yep. So I'm excited. I'm gonna play in it. Shout out to that. Shout out to that. Uh, the next thing that I had that I wanted to kind of touch on was I wanted to quickly touch on some stuff uh, involving E.G. Aonuma talking about Zelda. I, the reason why I wanted to talk about this because I was actually going to make a video about this. And I did actually record the video, and I just needed to get it edited together. But I wanted to re-record a couple things about it. So, I, I, again, I've been so ungodly busy, and I haven't had time. So I'll take the opportunity now to kind of just get my, my new thoughts out and I'll cut it up into a, a TikTok or a short later or whatever. Uh, but this has actually been a question I've seen a lot on Twitter involving just like the future of Zelda because obviously we know the future is this open world format. We know that. That's, that's what it's going to be and that's fine. Uh, that's what the future should be. But there's also been the question of like, should Zelda also return to that traditional format in some capacity? And that was something that he was asked about recently where it's just like, you know, he kind of put it as Nintendo just prefers to look to the future and they're not thinking of the past games. And he kind of breaks it down very logically. It's like, you know, all the past games did, you know, each game was a step leading us to the point that we got to. Totally fair. Uh, I don't don't know. When it comes to this topic, the, the, the thing that I wanted to talk about in terms of the video I was making is like, I don't see why not both. You know what I mean? Like, that's my mindset. Because like, I look at three different examples. I look at Mario Wonder, um, I look at um, Sonic Superstars, and I look at Metroid Dread. Three smaller scale but still full-length full games that come out while the bigger title is still being worked on. Like, I don't see why that can't be a thing. You know what I mean? Like, you have a developer, I'm drawing a blank on the developer name, who has done numerous, like, handheld Zelda titles in the past. They were the lead uh, developer. You had another company that did the Link's Awakening uh, remake, right? It's like, I I don't see why you can't do both. Because Zelda's history has always been, like, the larger scale console games than handheld games alongside of it. Like, a game like, let's say, whatever the next, you know, open world Zelda game is, bro, we're not seeing that for, like, five years minimum. So it's just, like, the in-between stuff, are you just going to re-release shit over and over again? Like, yes. like, remake of... Which they'll sell, and they should do that, by the way. They should continue to re-release stuff, in my opinion. They should, you know, in my... I've been beating on this drum for a year and a half. They should remake the Oracle games in the same style as Link's Awakening remake. I think that would sell like hotcakes. I mean, Oracle games are fantastic. Um, Twilight Princess Wind Waker should get poured up some point, whatever. But like at the same time, like, why not just make a new smaller scale game and throw it on the Switch still or whatever that Switch 2 is going to be? You know, Link Between Worlds, a lot of people love that game. You know, some of the handheld games that are out there are absolutely incredible. And there's some duds. There's some duds. Let's make let's make that known. But I just don't see why not both. I mean, that Zelda's history has been like big scale console you know, smaller scale handheld games, like, well, not both. I mean, you have other developers that, that can do it. You know, the main team doesn't have to work on it. So I don't know. I just thought that was kind of an interesting little thing. Yeah. And somewhere in there, I will pull a TikTok out of that. Yeah. Just going off that, I'd, I'd say the mindset probably changed with with the release of Breath of the Wild. It probably actually. did. Yeah. It's like going into it, they probably still had the ideas to do it. But with the success of it and like the critical acclaim that came along with it, their mind is, why would we do anything else when this has been so successful? Yeah. It's like, yeah, it'll take us 
five to seven years to make the next game. But people will gladly wait that to get something like this. Yeah. Whereas if we release a, a smaller scale game, it'll sell well, but not as well as this. Yeah. Especially with Tears of the Kingdom backing up that. So Yeah. Like, you know, Zelda's future, in my opinion, is just going to be like these really huge games uh, and then just ports and remakes. I, I think we will see another remake. I, I do. Like, you know, like the Link's Awakening one. I genuinely do. I'm not going to sit here and beat the drum saying it's going to be the Oracle games. Like, realistically, that would be super cool. But what they would probably do is they'd probably like do like a remake in that style of like a Link to the Past, for example. You know what I mean? That's probably what they would do. I think the Oracle games would be pretty sweet. Uh, you know, sooner or later, you would like to think they're going to port up Wind Waker and Twilight. We'll see. But I, I, I just think it's kind of like a missed opportunity to not just hire another studio to make a smaller scale Zelda. Because again, there is a studio in place, I, I am drawing a blank on their name, who did like a majority of the handhelds. Like they did uh, Link Between Worlds, I believe. They did, I think, Triforce Heroes. They did uh, the DS games. And I think they even did Minish Cap. So like, the, you know, the history's there. Like, you know, I feel like people, Zelda fans would be totally cool with a smaller scale game that looks like, you know, uh, almost like, Let's say uh, like the 3DS Ocarina of Time Majora's Mask, like that kind of art style, you know, or the Link's Awakening art style. I think I think Zelda fans would be cool with that because you're getting a new Zelda game while waiting for the big one. I don't know. That's just my mindset. I mean, we saw the success of Metroid Dread uh, while still waiting for Prime 4 that will come out eventually. Uh, Sonic Superstars looks incredible. And for the people who got to play at Summer Game Fest, apparently it is incredible. The next 3D Sonic game is years away. Uh, the next Mario 3D game... I think we'll probably launch with the next uh, Nintendo console potentially next year. But Super Mario Bros. Wonder coming out this year is a nice bridge game to get there. You know, it's a 2D Mario, whatever. Uh, so I, I just think there's other possibilities that Zelda can go down. I just hope they explore it. Probably won't, though. It's Nintendo. You'll, you, you can't. You, you never know. It is what it is, right? Um, next thing, though, that's pretty cool. Uh, Red Dead Redemption uh, Remaster seems to be coming soon. Uh, that's been one that's been chatted about for like almost like two years now. But Quite it, a while now. It did get raided in Korea, and that's usually the telling point that it's happening. You know what I mean? Like once the once it's a game is popping up on the rating boards, and like that, and like also for the rating boards, like this is a console game rating. I, I found out. I think I put this in the Discord. I don't remember. Um, you know, basically when they write PC games and like console games, it's like a, a single code of difference where it's like I think NP and MV. Uh, will indicate which one it's going to go for because that, that was the first thing that people look for. It's like, okay, is this just a PC port because Red Dead Redemption never got a PC port? Uh, no, it is console. Um, so Red Dead Redemption Remaster is potentially looking like it could be announced like within weeks and coming out this fall, which would be pretty cool. Uh, hopefully with that, Red Dead 2 finally getting a next-gen update. Um, I mean, it's one we of the can top, only hope. It's one of the top 10 games, selling games of all time. Uh, like, give it a next-gen update. It feels like a nah. missed opportunity that it doesn't have one. Shut up, John. Let me, let me have this, okay? Let me have this. You played the game already a few times. You don't need a next-gen update. You know what's older that could use a next-gen update? Assassin's Creed Black Flag. Black Flag. <laughs> Apparently Black Flag's getting a remake. I saw this, and my first thought was, okay, so Skull and Bones was supposed to be a DLC around Black Flag. Then they turned it into a standalone game. Then it got delayed for like 10 years. So their plan to make Skull and Bones successful in their brain, hopefully, is to re-release Black Flag and repeat the whole thing all over again. It won't work. It people, won't work. People will just play Black Flag and say, screw Skull and Bones. It, it, exactly. It and, won't work. <laughs> like, what are we... Skull and Bones is going to be a disaster. And sail with all the sea shanties again. 
It's beta's coming out here in what, like two months though? Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Shit. Yeah. <laughs> it was Creed Black Fed remake though. Shout out to that. Uh, we'll see if it happens though. Uh, Avatar got a new game. Avatar Last Airbender. Quest for Balance. It looks Wait, like this is out? No, well, it got revealed. Oh, okay. Got revealed. Uh, it is coming to PS4, PS5, Xbox, uh, I think Switch and Steam. Uh, I'll be honest, the game looks rough up front. It I, looks rough. I saw this in there. I didn't even look at it. I was, I was like, just I don't go know watch, what it is. The, go watch the trailer. It looks rough, but I'm probably gonna, pl- I'm probably gonna buy it. I'm probably gonna play it. <laughs> I love me some Avatar because uh, like I was talking to Josh about this and. Um, I was just like, man, if this I, I, if this one does at least okay, maybe it could help set up the bridge. Never for the neck for like a bigger game, you know? Because um, I, I I wouldn't say never because you know the t- you know the original creators they recently got back the rights for Avatar and stuff from Nick, um, and they've made their they've made their own studio, whatever Avatar Studios. I think we chatted about that on Animan Plus once upon a time. Uh, they've got like animated movies coming out. I think there's a new show, a new animated show coming out. Um, there's the live action show. Like they're doing a lot of different ventures. You know what I mean? Uh, so if this one does at least okay, maybe it could make for a bigger game. We'll see. Because they, they they seem to be trying to just make the Avatar brand alive again. You know, Avatar One Hundred One. Basically, that's what that's essentially what they're. I feel like they're trying to do is Avatar One Hundred One. They're trying to get Avatar back in everyone's face because it's like Nickelodeon wasn't doing a, a thing with it. Obviously, no. after after you know, I mean, dude, after that live action. Well, not only no, no, it was Korra. Like after Korra, oh, you're right, it was like Korra. dude. They pulled Korra like mid season from from TV. It was book three. Uh, book three changed uh, mid season. They pulled it from TV, and they and the rest of the episodes were only released online. Like and then book four was all online. Like, so uh, yeah, the, like I said, the original creators they got the the property back recently and they founded Avatar Studios. So who knows? Maybe there could be a bigger game on the horizon. But uh, you know, this one is just going through the uh, the the first three books. And like I said, it does look rough. I I made a joke that it looks like a PS2 game. I wouldn't go that far. I'd say maybe a PS3 game. Uh, but it, it looks rough. <laughs> just go watch the trailer. It does not look great. Uh, another thing that also doesn't look great. Uh, JJK got its first game reveal. Curse Clash. Yep. Uh, it's a I, fighting game, isn't it? Yeah, dude. It's the same copy paste bullshit that Bondi Namco does with every anime. Yes. So it's just like, who gives a fuck? Like, it's a two v two fighting game. That's kind of cool, I guess. But like, it's literally the same copy paste formula that Bondi does for literally any anime game they do. It's, it's nothing special. It's nothing unique. But it is what it is. Yeah, it's because. Every it's like they always do it for whatever the hot new thing is, and yeah. then people buy it. Yeah, they, I don't they, know who, but someone does. Yeah, someone. I mean, they made the they made One Punch One Punch Man a hero that nobody yeah. knows. Uh, there is the Demon Slayer Hinokama Chronicles, uh, and now there's JJK Curse Curse Clash. Didn't they make two of the One Punch games? If they did, I, I didn't know. I think they made two of those. They might have made. Well, they made two My Hero games. Yeah, they made no, two I think My they, Hero. I, I think they made two One Punch games. Oh, yeah. I didn't know about the second one. No, I didn't know about the second one either. That game looks so fucking stupid. But then there's the My Hero Battle Royale game coming out at some point. Yeah, that is coming soon. I forgot about that. I keep seeing like clips about it and stuff uh, on there's Twitter. Some, there's some creators who have been playing who are saying it's very good, but any video I see, I mean, it looks interesting, but it also looks rough. Yeah, which I would expect it to, you know. Uh, but anyway, 
this one I thought was kind of funny. <laughs> oh, I saw this article and I went, RIP. Yeah. The Lord of the Rings Gollum developer has stopped game development after 15 years and they are exclusively moving into a producing role. Keep in mind... Gollum was a dumpster fire. Gollum was a dumpster fire and they even had another Lord of the Rings game that they were working on in development. And I remember asking... Why? Why let them do this? You see what we just got with Gollum. And now here we are, and they're they're hanging up their hats. The Gollum came out. It was the one of the biggest dumpster fires ever. It's just like, you know what? I think that's it. I think we need to stop. <laughs> I don't think we need to continue on with this anymore. Oh, Destiny 2 Showcase set for August 22nd. Shout out to that. Uh, Naraka Blade Point coming to PS5 Woo! here in just a few days. So also, I know I said a while back that it was going off Game Pass. It's still on Game Pass. Oh, is So it? whatever article I read apparently lied to me. And oh. I didn't pay attention. Also, it's on second anniversary, second anniversary thing going on on Discord. And some through that, Naraka Blade Point's currently free. Nice. Well, it's one of those two where it's like, on Game Pass, every now and then they they're like, "This game is leaving Game Pass." They don't ever leave. Yeah, they never actually go anywhere. They're they're just still there. I've I've noticed that as well because I've I've like downloaded games and been like, "Okay, well it says it's gonna leave Game Pass. So let me download it so I can play it." And then like six months later, it's still there. Yeah, they though they will leave eventually, but it takes a lot longer than they claim it does. I feel like. Yeah. Um, I did see where GTA 5 uh, got put back on Game Pass. Yep. GTA 5 is on Game Pass again. Yeah, I, I saw some numbers about it where it's just like the last time it was on Game Pass, like they had like they went from like $166 million in revenue uh, for like all microtransaction stuff up to like 200 something million at the time it was on Game Pass. So, I mean, I mean, it makes sense that it's back on Game Pass, just make some more money, you know, for people that didn't want to buy the game. But well, even then, it's like. For those that don't like, haven't played it on a game, but game's like five bucks to to like get GTA Five. Yeah, because it's like I bought a copy of it. For, I think for like three bucks during a sale or something. Mm-hmm. But it's like, yeah, they just they just want the install base for anyone who doesn't yet have it. Yeah, just gearing up. Uh, still talking about GTA um, in general. So I, I've been following this Red Dead thing pretty closely because obviously I, I'm I'd be, I'm really excited for this and I want to play it and I've been kind of just following a lot of different like news bits about it. Is that you know so you know Red Dead Remaster seems to be happening like this year. All right, that's cool. That's cool. Uh, but I've also been seeing a lot of reports that you know Rockstar is preparing for multiple other releases to happen. You know, all in prep for GTA Six to happen in a couple of years, whatever. So one of the reports is a GTA Four remaster to come out next year. Uh, which that one would be really cool. I love GTA 4. It's it's probably my favorite GTA. So that's one that I would be really excited to see get uh, remastered and ported up to current generation consoles. So that's something to keep an eye on. Um, based on some job postings, apparently Plague Tale 3 could be in development. So shout out to that. Shout out to Plague Tale fans. Never finished the first one. I got very close. Like, I was literally at the end of the game. Uh, and I didn't Did you ever end up playing it. the second one? No, no. Never ended up playing the second one either. One day, I mean, one day I probably will. Because one day I want to finish the first one. Because I'm literally like probably like uh, two chapters from beating it. Yeah, you said it, you were like yeah. really close. Uh, so I need to go back and actually beat it. And then I wanted to try the second one in in hopes that it would actually really pull me into this story. Because the first game didn't really do it. I mean, there was interesting aspects about it for sure. But uh, you know, apparently the second game is just like head and shoulders above the first. So I, I'm I'm hopeful that I'll beat the first game, go to the second, and maybe fall in love with this series. I don't know. As of now, it's just like, yeah, it's not bad. You know, if if you can get it for free like I did, 
you know, just with PlayStation Plus or whatever I think it was yeah. at the time. Um, you know, well, it's worth a shot. That's the way I kind of view things. Like, you know, I, I wouldn't go out and, and buy the game. I'm sorry, but it's uh, it's not bad if it's a, if it's on a service to download and play. It's worth a play, in my opinion. Um, only other thing I can think of is uh, we have not heard anything about this stupid fucking court case. So that's all I'll say on it. There's been no verdict on it. The court case ended end of last week. Uh, it was supposed to potentially get the the news for it this week about the verdict. Still no verdict on it. So we'll see what happens. Right. I'm ready for it to be fucking over. <laughs> Although the stuff I will say, I'm ready for it to be over. But man, I was invested in that court case. There was a lot of spicy stuff coming out of it. It was very funny uh, to to listen to and uh, to, to track. So I was very invested. That this is the, f- the first time I've I've been invested in this case like hardcore, like the whole deal, and probably since it was announced. Dang. Uh, okay. Yeah, because th- this court case was very very funny to me. Uh, boys, you got anything? You got anything else? I got nothing else. Number one sparkball player in the world. You got anything? Uh, Actually, I, did I don't think we mentioned it. Baldur's Gate three moved up for PC release. Yeah, yeah, that, August third. Yeah. And uh, I'm not, I actually want to play And uh, the console release. I don't remember if it's PS five or what, but uh, it's been the date for that is now. I believe July sixth. So, PC players. So uh, it would be out then. What? It'd be out September. Then. Yeah. Uh, something like that. September or August? I don't. September or October? I don't. Remember. It was September for console. Yeah, console. Okay. Console earlier. PC later. Gotcha. Uh reverse that. Or reverse P- that. Yeah. PC yeah, earlier. Yeah, console yeah. later. <laughs> yeah. They got it. They know when the months yeah, are. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, and then I think I think I saw an article that says for people that purchased the game, like pre-purchased the game early, uh, when it releases, will be upgraded to the digital deluxe edition. And I don't remember if I already bought that. <laughs> and if you have the, or if, and if you already have access to the game, like if you pre-purchase it and have access to it now, uh, 72 hours in advance or 72 hours from release date, you're good to go. Nice. So I'm set then. Yeah. I just got to re-download the 150 gig game. Right. Yeah. And they had a, they, they had a lot more like nitty gritty information as well uh, with it. Uh, a couple things. Uh, just briefly, character creation much more like much more to do with character creation. Thank God. Uh, they're they are actually offering or they have the option to have a origin character be a custom character. So you, Ooh. So you there's an origin character specifically for a to be made as a custom character. Uh, that I think is called the Dark One is the the name of the like the character basically yeah. uh basically character wakes up uh, the story behind him is character wakes up with the the massive urge to kill so you either indulge or you try to indulge and try to figure out why you have this urge or you do not indulge and try to figure out what's going on it's basically your murder hobo yeah <laughs> murder hobo but I did lie. There was something. So this week, uh, Atlas West released a gameplay for Persona 3 Reloaded. Oh, nice. I did see some other Persona stuff, too. I, I, I saw some stuff on Persona 5X. I saw some stuff on that came out, too. Tactica? 
No, Persona 5X, the mobile game that they're launching. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, I did too. Uh, apparently, there was uh, some new gameplay. There was a new character revealed, a couple other things like that. Yeah, I really only care about Tactica and Reloaded at the moment. Yeah, I feel you on that. Because I completely forgot X was even a thing until it randomly popped up in my timeline. I was like, oh, that's interesting. I will say, speaking of Persona, in the Persona uh, community, there is some. there's apparently some spicy drama going on on Twitter right now. I don't know if you saw this. Did you see the thing with uh, Futaba's voice actor? Oh, I did voice actually. Th- yeah, that, that was actually they left that, Twitter. Yeah, that they deleted their Twitter. So basically, the, what I, what's going on is that someone made an AI uh, vocal cover with you know Erica uh, Lin, Linbeck's voice mm-hmm. as Futaba. So Futaba's voice to do an AI vocal cover, and naturally she's pissed and wants it to get taken down. Now I I don't know the full details on this, but to my understanding from some from a couple comments that I saw is that the video wasn't monetized. If it was monetized, they were just like I could understand her complaint, whatever. But it wasn't monetized. But like, there's two sides to this, where it's like you're literally like stealing a person's voice yeah. to create content. You know what I mean? Which I know that's that's the thing right now with AI stuff. Because I mean, I the president's stuff fucking murdered me when that was a short trend. Yeah. Um, but like I, that, that was a pretty interesting thing. I've been seeing a, I've been seeing a lot of like back and forth, on like v- very vicious back and forth on this on Twitter right now on uh, if this is fucked up or not. The mo, the majority of the consensus is yes, this is fucked up because you're literally stealing a person's voice to create more content. content. Yeah. So I don't know. It's kind of I was I was kind of checking that out a, a few minutes ago because I saw I, I think it was uh, I think it was Shady Penguin tweeted something about it earlier today but he didn't mention who it was he just mentioned erica blah 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 and you know i feel bad but i'm like i wonder what that's involved like i don't know what that is yet <laughs> and i now finally saw the full thing where it's like oh it's Futaba's voice actor and this is what happened i'm like oh boy all right <laughs> yeah i did actually see that yeah so that i don't know that's that's kind of interesting to me all right boys you ready to get out of here yeah all right i'll hit the, the music we'll make our way around the room let's get out like comment subscribe rate whatever your platform allows it does help um Regardless of where you're watching it, thank you very much. Bye. And if you made it to the end of the episode, thank you very much. Uh, we do these uh, mostly every Saturday about 6 p.m. Central Time. So if you want to see us again, we'll be here next week uh, around then. Yeah, and hopefully next week we'll be chatting about some Exo Primal. I know Zach wants to check it out, and I plan to check it out as well. Uh, and then whatever else uh, pops up during the week. Uh, you can also check us out at our website, sparky3.com. Uh, you can sign up for free or sign up for five bucks a month. We appreciate that extra support. Uh, check out some Rogue Energy. They did just have a new flavor reveal and launch recently with Raspberry Peach, I think it was. That sounds right. That sounds right, maybe. Or Raspberry Pineapple. I think Raspberry Peach. Either way, make sure to check out some Rogue Energy. Use our referral link down below. Promo code SPARKY3 to get 10% off. Join the Discord. Check out Agent Inc. and pick up a jersey because we have some of the best jerseys on that entire website. Uh, until next time, guys, have a good one. Uh, bye.